Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, hello. Happy Monday, you guys. Welcome back to That's Joy the Podcast. I'm your host, Cece, and I am here solo today. Y'all, we got a comfy situation set up right now. If you're watching on YouTube, shout out. 112 of you guys watched the YouTube video. I expected seven, five, maybe. So if you love the visual component of podcasts, um, I'm trying my best to just put something up there. What I will say is that done is better than perfect. And when it comes to the business side of CC, I will always say that through and through. And so YouTube is not perfect by any means. I see several areas where I already know I want to improve, but I don't want that to stop me. I don't want that to spark some type of analysis paralysis where I don't put it up because I know that it's serving you. And even if it serves one, my sweats and <laughs> cozy sweatshirt and half-used makeup uh, is is going to just do it and it's enough so thank you thank you thank you you guys know we love kicking off every episode with a little joyful noise now joyful noise is just our version of the good news let's hear about the good things that are happening in the world can i get an amen we know that we can find a lot of the opposite quite literally everywhere and i share so much of that on the boundaries with social media podcast episode so shout out if you haven't listened to that one yet please go do that because i think it'll bless you but anyhow I wanted to read a podcast review. Um, I got this podcast review on Friday and it is just so sweet. It looks like it's from Lily um, and it's on Apple Podcasts. By the way, if you guys have not yet subscribed to That's Joy, you actually will get alerts when a new episode drops. So if you're like, man, I didn't know she dropped a new one. Well, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button on Spotify, and you will get alerts when new episodes drop. But if you haven't yet, you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts, just like our girl Lily did, and she wrote in and said, This podcast is just so incredible. The Lord led me to the podcast one day, and I have many times since longed to get more than one episode a week crying laughing face. There's not a single episode I've left where I didn't feel empowered. It is so easy to see the Holy Spirit moving in the podcast, moving through you and all the guests and bringing us to you. Thank you so much, CC. God has made more of an impact through you than you could ever possibly understand on this side of heaven. Thank you. Sometimes I read words like that and I just need to let it hit. You know, like I think that so often we can just be so quick to move from one thing to the next thing, from one moment to the next moment and not fully be. And so to my sweet friend Lily, who went the extra mile to write that and to write such thoughtful words, thank you. Thank you. Y'all, there are so many days, if I'm being completely honest, where I just feel like I don't 
deserve this platform. I don't deserve to pour into y'all in the way that I do. Nothing about me deserves this. I am broken, imperfect, and just trying my best to show up every single day. And that is not a pity party and that is not for you to double down in encouragement in me. I'm not asking that. I'm just stating honestly the facts, right? Like I I am want to walk with enough humility to recognize how many blind spots I have and how many imperfections that I am working on healing and growing into. And with all that being said, I thank God for Jesus. Because of him, I get to do so much of what I get to do. Grace covers. His mercies are new every single day. And here we are on another episode that you clicked on that's here to talk about overcoming this loneliness epidemic that we are quite literally experiencing as a generation. And two, how to surround yourself with God's best. I want to share and, you know, Again, I want nothing more than to always just be honest. I hope you know that anything I share on this podcast and this platform is rooted in honesty. Um, I don't have a ton of show notes for today's episode. What I do have in hand is this devotional. If you're watching on YouTube, you could see it's the devotional by Lisa Harper called Jesus, a scandal scandalously devoted, conspicuously uncool, super transparent homage to who our Savior is and how much he loves us. Devotional. That is a mouthful, but um, there's a specific day that I came across last week that honestly wrecked me a bit. And I talked about this in my stories and typically I'll have show notes and topics lined up for several weeks at a time but I knew that for this one I don't know if it's a Holy Spirit nudge I don't know if it's exactly you who press play right now who needs it or maybe you don't need it and you know someone who does um I'm just believing right now that God you'd speak through me um it would be all of you and none of me and um I just want to share what was on my heart from reading this so uh Lisa has such a way with words. If y'all aren't following her on social media yet, you have to, have to, have to. She is, um, as funny as she is online, she is in person. And um, on day 13, if you haven't bought this or if you want to grab it and start reading the Jesus devotional, it is incredible. I have loved every bit of it so far. Um, but specifically on day 13, I want to just read an excerpt here for you guys. Um, I think a lot of it will speak to itself and I'm just going to read it. And I ask that you would open your heart, open your ears to, um, just be able to receive this in this moment. So there's a study that was done in 1944, a medical experiment was conducted at a research hospital on 40 newborn infants to determine whether individuals could thrive alone on basic physiological needs without affection. 20 newborn infants were housed in a special facility where they had caregivers who would go to go in to feed them, bathe them, and change their diapers, but they would do nothing else. 
The caregivers had been instructed not to look or touch the babies more than what was necessary, never communicating with them. All their physical needs were attended to scrupulously, and the environment was kept sterile. None of the babies were becoming ill. The experiment was halted after four months, by which time at least half of the babies had died at that point. At least two more died even after being rescued and brought into a more natural familial environment. There was no physiological cause for the baby's deaths. They were all physically very healthy. However, before each baby died, there was a period where they would stop verbalizing and trying to engage with their caregivers. Generally, stop moving, crying, or even changing expression, and death would follow shortly. The babies who had given up, quote-unquote, before being rescued died in the same manner, even though they had been removed from the experimental conditions. I really just get wrecked by this and I think that I was just so profoundly moved uh, at a couple things. One, let's just address the fact that this study is crazy, okay? This is crazy and this would probably never happen in today's age. Praise God that something like this would never happen. Um, It was 1944, so they were doing the best they can with what they knew and we got to trust that, but... Um, that's the first thing, whole other topic, not the point. I don't want you to miss the point. The point is we were made for people. We were made for people. We were not made to do this alone. And the entirety of the love story that is the Bible shows us so many examples of the importance of surrounding yourself with community and surrounding yourself with people. I think and I believe that it is no coincidence that the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy your relationships and the people that you have in your life. I think it's so, it's not ironic um, once you have like the lens of growth that is able to see all those things happen and recognize, huh, that's from the enemy and pinpoint it. If you know, you know. Um, But this study, y'all, is so interesting because it's just from Jump Street, from the moment that we were born, before we were even a thought, actually, God knew us, right? We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we are thought of before our mothers and fathers even knew. Our creator is that good, okay? Knowing that information, we have a clear example right here as to how he created us and the way that he has so carefully and detailed, like the way in which he has wired us is for each other it's to be there for each other and so we we look at today's age right and we see these loneliness numbers that are just beyond like absolutely beyond loneliness is at its peak suicide rates are blowing through like 
every bar graph, right? And it breaks my heart and it makes me think, what can we be doing? Friend who is strong right now and doesn't need these words for yourself, what could you be doing? Friend who is struggling and I'm speaking directly to you right now, how can you apply some of this? How can you hold some of this in your heart and wake up the next day with a different pair of lens? Choosing a different pair of lens to pick up on your bedside, right? I talk about this so much, y'all, and to some degree, I know that there is trauma and there are things that people have walked through. If you are on the severe end of that I'm not speaking to you but I am speaking to the people who do have control over certain aspects of their lives but they're not taking action to do different I'm speaking to you and I'm speaking to the thought of every single morning when you rise are you choosing gratitude are you choosing people, right? The only way to overcome loneliness, friends, is to start putting yourself in places, in situations, and with people who are going to love on you, right? You can't overcome loneliness by staying at home. You can't overcome loneliness by staying in every single night and never going to the small group and never going to the bonfire and never shooting a message outreaching to somebody else, right? Like you won't overcome loneliness by doing those things. And friends, I have felt lonely before. I don't want you that to be missed, right? Like I don't want you to think, oh, that girl's just so full of joy. She's never experienced loneliness because I have. And in those moments, as I look back now, in the rearview mirror, I can clearly tell that in the moments where I felt more lonely, I let the enemy's voice get louder than the voice of God in my life. And how do you know that to be true? You know that to be true when it is not in love. When you don't hear things in love, then it's likely not from God. And so when you hear thoughts of like, They're not going to like me. I'm never invited. I will never be invited. Friends, we can't say those words. We can't. Why? Because as I always say, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So you can't be speaking those things over yourself. You have to be speaking life. And so when it comes to overcoming loneliness, we have to say, you know what? I know I haven't maybe been invited to a couple of things, but I am going to be the person that raises my hand and reaches out. I am going to be that person who puts myself in an uncomfy situation where after church, when everybody's just flying out the doors and going home, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay around a bit. I'm going to hang in the lobby a bit. I'm going to talk to the barista. I'm going to do something outside of my comfort zone because I know that that's where the fruit lies. Friends, the fruit doesn't lie in the comfort zone. The fruit lies outside of the comfort zone. And I want to ask you, are you willing to step out to get that fruit? Because it has to be an action. There has to be an action involved here. And what? This is just so important because I think that when you and I get this, we will cultivate greater communities around us. Jenny Allen speaks to this so much and so well, the importance of community and the importance of just being able to be the friend that goes upstairs and knocks on the friend's door and us not thinking of crazy boundaries and things that we have to do. Like you want to surprise a friend with cookies, go surprise them with cookies. 
Stop overthinking it. Stop overthinking it's a bad time. It's a bad week. They went through this. They went through... Just go bless them. Just go love on them. Because when you are operating from that heart posture, I just believe that it will be received well. And if it is not, we get to pray for them. Because I will believe that if it is not received well and you're doing it in love, then and only then they're walking through something that you don't know about. And we have to extend the same grace to all those around us that we receive from God. And holy moly, this is me preaching to me, okay? I just want us to be paying attention to the things of overcoming loneliness. I just want us to be paying attention to the things that we can control. Because I think about those sweet babies that I pray to God are in heaven, right? From this 1944 medical study, they needed to be held. You might be feeling lonely right now because you haven't felt held. And I get it. If you're single and you're grown, likely you're not being physically held much anymore. But can I encourage you? We need friends. We also need a hug. We need physical touch. And we need people. I've come across so many Instagram reels, y'all, where it's talking about, like doctors are talking about the study of needing at least eight hugs a day. Eight hugs a day. Okay? Think about that. If you're not even getting one hug a day, just how much that is impacting you. And I don't want that to make you feel sad. I want that to encourage you to then become the hugger. And don't be weird, okay? Gauge the room. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and lead you. Don't be weird. But we need more hugs. Me and one of my best friends, we hardly ever hug each other. And I was literally like, we need to hug each other more. We need to give each other hugs when in our coming and our going. Because we need people. We are wired this way. God made us this way. We need people. And if you want to read more it up, Read more about that. Uh, the relationship principles of Jesus will wreck you in the best way. It is one of the best books that I have read. And I know that's a hefty, hefty statement. It's a lofty one. But it's by Tom Holiday, and you will not regret it. It will inspire you to love the people around you so well. And to love the unlovable even more. Because let's be honest, that, that's a factor too. Friends, I don't want us to live in loneliness. I think the enemy wants to plant seeds to tell you that it's easier to be alone. It's easier to isolate yourself. But the fact of the matter is, that's not God's plan. God's plan isn't for you to just feel lonely. God's plan, I believe, is for you to feel love think about this so often and this is just a personal thought that I had so don't quote me on this this is just a cc revelation with Jesus okay I think it's no coincidence that our greatest memories in life the moments that we feel most alive in life nine times out of ten I'd almost bet ten out of ten involves 
a person. Whether that person be your significant other, your mom, your dad, your sister, your best friend, your cousin, your aunt, your grandmother, whoever that person is, it involves a person. So no wonder, no wonder, no wonder the enemy tries his very best to wreak havoc on our relationships. Because it is the greatest treasure that we will be able to experience on this side of heaven. The greatest, the greatest memories. The greatest memories aren't you hitting that new salary. The greatest memories aren't you passing that exam or getting into that school. I bet some of the greatest memories are spent when you were with your grandma for the very last time. Or when you were baking in the kitchen with your mom. Or when you were laughing until you cry with your best friends and your loved ones. Right? Let's run back to people. Let's run back to people and let's love each other well with all that we have because we can't let this happen. I know this happened in the physical form to these babies and God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. But friends, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, we can't allow ourselves to die because isolation and loneliness is occurring. We've got to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people. And I believe that the best way to do this is to put yourself in the places where you would want to be. Church, small groups, coffee shops, things of that nature, right? Go to the after school program, go to the clubs, join things, do things outside of your comfort zone that are good. Okay? And then pray. And pray. And ask God, God, would you send me people in my life who are your best for me? God, would you shut doors in my life that are not from you? You pray that bold prayer and you put the action into placing yourself in places and situations you normally wouldn't that are good and outside of your comfort zone. Come back to me and just, I dare you to tell me that it didn't shake out for good. Because I almost bet, I would bet all the marbles that it turns out good. And it turns out better than you think. If there's a certain part of this episode that blessed you, or maybe you want to just hear more about, let's go there. I feel like this conversation here was just such a, you're sitting at my couch i have my fireplace fake pumpkin set up on my tv and a pumpkin candle is burning and we're just talking about the importance of not living life alone i hope that this episode feels a touch like that if there's a certain part you want me to go off on or if there are new topics that you're like cc i've been dying to hear you talk about this or talk more about this. Would you let me know? I'm serious. Like, shoot me a text to 615-813-4813 so I could, I could do that. And we could create a end of the year 
bang with new podcast topics. And friends, if you're not following me on social yet, you can do that at C Calbonero. That's C C A L B O N E R O on Instagram and on TikTok. And if you've not yet joined the Joy Corner, you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter in the show notes at that's joy podcast.com friends like i said at the top if you've not yet subscribed rated or left a review it's the biggest way that you can give me a hug from afar so thank you thank you thank you for going the extra mile to do that and i'll never leave an episode without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe or if you've already been saved but you're not really free i want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others i'm telling you there's abundance here there's an overflow here and there's so much joy here i'm here to tell you that god's for you he's for you he's for you he's for you all you have to do is invite him into your heart right now he's waiting for you he wants to meet with you and friend i'm so proud of you i love you god loves you so much more and until next time i'll talk to y'all next time thank you times a million for being here.